Most people think that they are choosing between the good and the bad. In reality, they are choosing between being mediocre and becoming truly great. Welcome to the Next Action Podcast with your host, Brian Wallace. In 15 minutes, we'll help our guests catapult from their current situation to a path of greatness. Welcome back to the show, everybody. So glad that you are tuning in once again. I'm your host, Brian Wallace, and I am here today with my friend, Kathy Quotes Guest. I'm so happy to have Kathy here. Kathy, for those of you who don't know, is the founder of Keeping It Human. She helps companies say yes to their customers and employees. And she and I just have a, a great rapport. So I think everybody's going to have a good time here, including both of us. How are you doing today, Kathy? <laughs> Fantastic, Brian. It's great to talk to you always. I love talking to you. I know, right? So this is basically like us having a chat, but for the next 14 minutes, we'll just have it with the rest of the world. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, let's since we have only 14 more minutes to go, let's just dive in on a few points that I know you and I feel passionately about. Let's talk a little bit about thinking about high-level value, because I feel like sometimes people, they get lost in the weeds. They don't really understand some of the value. What would you say to that? You know, it's so easy to do, and I've been there. And the thing you have, always have to come back to is when you kind of wade through the noise of all the million things you can do, because you know, you and I both do a lot of stuff. What's that one big thing that's consistent? And you know, you and I have talked about this. I also have an improv background and a comedy background, and yet people don't hire me necessarily just because I'm funny. They hire me because they want to move their conversations, their people, their business to yes, to say yes and to customers. And that's what I help them do. So knowing the big, big value and what's that big one sentence, aha, that you can kind of summarize. I think there's, you've got to spend time with it. It, it's, it takes time to really polish that off, but it's so worth it. Absolutely. And I think comedy is a big piece of that, right? Just yeah. knowing the different vibrations of the universe and how people communicate. So I've been talking with people a lot about this. So it's like, oh, I know this language and that language and the other language. And it's like, that's cool. Do you know how many different things there are just if we stick with English, right? Just micro expressions, <laughs> voice, body language, right? Emoji. Laugh in there. What's that? Emojis. Emojis. You know? Yep. People love to fight about that. Yep. That's communication in and of itself for sure. Yeah. All that value and everybody just leaving it on the table Ugh, drives me crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And I love that you said that comedy is a language. It really is. It's a language unto itself. And what it is, is it's about people and it's about empathy and connecting with people. And it's a really important language because once you've connected with them, then what are you going to do? What are you going to communicate? So I think there's so much emphasis on being funny. And yet the reality is, is and that's important. Believe me, that's important. However, once you make that connection, what are you going to communicate? Have you thought about that? And so it's to me, comedy is great for connecting. And then what? So I always like to think of it as just the beginning of a conversation and you still have to have the conversation once you've connected. Yeah, there's so many levels to it that I think people don't get. So we get to be choosy in today's world. And we have the internet, which moves everybody a little bit more closer or precise, however you think about that in your mind. I mean, how would we have even gotten together, right? Like people were talking about you and I on the internet, and we happened to be at the same conference at the same time. So we're like, hey, let's go hang out, right? And we get, to, so like I said, we get to be choosy. We get to think about who we spend our time with and our time around because that matters. 
rather than just, oh, let's find the most technically uh, competent person or the cheapest person. Oh, please, let's try and go there. <laughs> we go people first. And we can do that through enjoying each other's presence, whether that's comedy or otherwise. Not everybody's the, the best comedian, <laughs> which is fine. You know, that's a, yeah. it's probably part inherent skill and part learned. And I don't know your, your thoughts on that. And then we can figure out what we all want to do together. Yeah, no, it's so true. I mean, I think comedy is really about people first. It's, it's understanding that your goal is to to basically make a connection with another human being. And, you know, you look at the, the choices that we both have in the world, and there's a lot of things competing for our time. And where am I going to spend my time? Where are you going to spend your time? On things that matter, where we're connecting with people. And, and so it is about people first. And so to me, whether I'm hired to, to be funny or to use those improv and comedy skills for a greater creative good, which is a lot of the work I do as well, let's, let's enjoy each other's company. Let's be respectful. Let's have that people first mentality. And I think comedy as an under, as a misunderstood language is really less about being funny. And yes, it will make you funnier. Improv comedy will make you funner. Go take an improv class, everybody. The one thing I think that's more important than that is the power of empathy and connecting and having each other's backs. And I think that's the most important lesson. So if you want to make your world better, hang out with a comedian. Like, you know, you are the sum total of the five people you hang around with. I always joke, look, make sure one of them is a comedian. It's going to be funny in the group where it's going to be a really boring five people. Yep. I uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Awesome. Hey, so let's dive into another point. Let's talk all about knowing your sweet spot. So I feel like just as we said, comedy is a language. I think just if we're looking at it from the inside out, just being self-aware enough to understand our gifts that can resonate with the world that's a big piece that I think people, they're just kind of screwing around out there. They don't really know what they're doing. They're just going to be full service, digital marketing, social media, whatever. And ugh, please, like we can specialize with the better folks. So what is the sweet spot? What is it for you? And how do people find it out there? Yeah, well, it's such a big question because I think it's the most important question. And I'm glad you asked it. I think it's really understanding the thing that makes you really connect into other people. And whatever that is, you've got to bring that skill to the table. So there's a lot of people who do marketing. There's a lot of people who do, uh, you know, training, working with teams. Granted, all of that is true. And yet what sets me apart too, not only having all the years experience in, in high-tech marketing and MBA and all that jazz is, you know, 25 years doing comedy and still teaching and performing, that makes me different. And it's the thing that I love most in the world because it does help me connect with people. And so it is understanding your, what's the thing that makes you different? What's the thing that gives you an edge and joy and also helps other people in the world? And if you're tapping into that difference, that is going to set you so much apart. So to your point, like there's, there's a million digital agencies out there. And yet I tell people, look, what's the stuff that makes you different? Because if you're, if you're using that, not just to be different, but you're using that to really connect with other people and help them get what they need to get done, done and help and be better in the world, my God, you're golden. Just, just figure that out. What's the thing that you love doing in the world that also helps other people? And if you can answer both those, you know, part A and part B, that's the thing that you need to lead with. That's your sweet spot. 
Very well said. Similar to the other way that I say it from the, the New York angle, stop being a crappy copy of somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> And I love it. Well, I can't compete with that because that's that's eloquent right there. That's like right cutting to the chase. And I love it, Brian. No, it's true. Stop being a a me too. And it also ran. Find the thing that makes you you and stop apologizing for it. So many people apologize for it. Stop it. Really, the thing that makes you you, that gives you joy and also really is valuable for other people. Man, I'm telling you, lead with that. Hmm. So- since this show really is a whole 360 on the guest and is a guest is a gift for you. So how are you doing communicating and transforming that sweet spot for everybody out there to hire you and know you and have you become known? I mean, certainly you've been doing all of this for a long time, but we all can't see things perfectly about ourselves, myself included, because it's impossible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. how are you getting known out there? And let's kind of zero in on some things that might help in our next uh, Mm -hmm. piece here. Yeah, um, it is. It is the big question. And I think a lot of it comes down to this is, you know, whatever you do, if your sweet spot is X, the thing we always have to remember is that I may talk in, I may, the thing that I know intimately in my head may not be the language that my customers, my prospects use. So the thing I always have to be mindful of is if I want to help other people, meet them where they're at. Not where I'm at, where they're at. So no one, no one calls me and says, "Hey, you know my comedy's broken. Can you come and fix my comedy?" And like, don't wear plumber pants. I don't need to see that. <laughs> Nobody calls me and says that because they're having real problems in the world. So they're like, "Hey, can we get attention? Can we communicate better? Can we train our teams better to collaborate better?" Yes, and those are all conversations where the language says to me big, you know, loud letters, oh my gosh, that could be a situation where improv comedy could help. And so we have to be listening for it. And we have to be listening, not in our own head with what we love, but but the, make sure that we are meeting people where they're at in the language they need to hear it in. And I can't emphasize that enough. I think we get passionate about something. And if I were to go around selling improv comedy, you know, nobody's buying. And yet if I say to people, hey, How's that working for you? How's your collaborative experiences going with your team? Are they working better together? Are there are they siloed? Uh, uh, and people go, yeah, you know, it's not working. We need a better way to work together across departments. Well, then that tells me that's an operation or 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 a, you know an issue where, gosh, you know, improv comedy could be of assistance. And so it's it's not marrying the language that you love. It's being open to hearing it in the way that other people need to hear it. Make make them look good. Listen to the language that people are using. Hmm. Very well said. And you know, what's funny, Kathy, is everybody needs your ability to translate and go between worlds of communication. Chances are they don't need, Hmm. they don't know that they need it because they're like, oh, we have XYZ corporate problem. Therefore, comedy. What? Like that doesn't go together, right? It does, but they don't know that they're looking for it. So they go and Google (laughs) stupid crap that doesn't matter. It's interesting. It's almost like it's important for you to mirror some of the communication styles. So for those of you who've ever read an email where it says something like, looking forward, sounds like a plan. Those are sight people. And then you have sound people, you have tactile people, you have people that are all over the place on the five senses. 
So comedy is kind of an interesting one where it navigates through a bunch of them. I'm just wondering if there are ways to position that out there on LinkedIn and otherwise, because people don't get it. They don't understand why this is important. They're just like, what, a comedy show? That's like a different silo than business, right? Right, right. And and the thing is, is that we start talking about all the things that comedy gives you. Comedy is about connecting. Comedy is about being heard. Comedy is about empathy. Comedy is about moving your organization forward. So the thing you have to map to is like, what are the problems that people care about and struggling with? And, you know, how do I map to that? Now, my communications can be funny, irreverent. They can be whatever, you know, um, whatever comedic device I need to use. But ultimately, if I'm not speaking about the benefits that they care about, then it's always lost. So that's, that's where comedy can really help, but I'm not selling comedy. I'm selling all the corporate problems solved. We can solve these challenges. Comedy is a way to get us there. And I think more and more people are looking at improv comedy and going, you know, there's something to that because improv teaches us to listen and to collaborate. And those are two fundamental skills that a lot of teams in corporate America struggle with. So why is it that improv can do it? Well, it's not about the comedy. It's about the listening. And it's about the, I got your back. And if we can do that, we can apply these things to to the need. So it's being able to get out of your own head and not be so concerned with the way that I I need to hear it for, as, a, as somebody who has that background and really be able to listen for the for the words and the meaning and the the problems that that you know my customers my my prospects will have and speak that language. Mm, well said. And it looks like we've just got about a minute or so here. So to just add on because everybody isn't funny and we're not waiting for everybody to be a polished comedian. <laughs> there's so much information out there that everybody's trying to communicate from inside and out and to others. So the best way to organize information that's so complicated for the human brain is storytelling. So that's what we're saying at the end of the day, folks, to just reimagine oneself and one's organization through the format of a story really does help save the day. Because at the end of the day, it's trying to get that buyer's journey and put your target customer at the middle of that whole world. So Kathy, listen, it looks like we're just about out of time here today. You've been a fantastic guest and I always enjoy chatting with you. Where can everybody find you out there online? Absolutely. You can go to uh, keepingithuman.com. You can also reach out to me on LinkedIn at Kathy Clotes Guest and uh, would love to continue the conversation. Absolutely. Thank you again so, so much. Thank you.